Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, I am talking with Pierre-Nicolas Hurstel. He's the CEO and co-founder of Ariani. Hello, Pierre-Nicolas. Hello, Adrien. To begin with, could you please present yourself and present Ariani? Uh, so my name is Pierre-Nicolas Herstel. I'm CEO and co-founder of uh, Ariane. I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years now, uh, working uh, for the fashion and luxury industries in different capacities, first as a management and strategy consultant, then as the CEO of a trade show platform in the US, and uh, more recently before Um, jumping on the Ariane project, I created and, uh, and uh, launched a large conference called Remode in Los Angeles last year. Uh, Ariane is um, a consortium that is developing and promoting digital identity technology for valuable goods using the blockchain technology. So what we do is allowing brands to create a digital identity, which could be also named as a uh, authenticity certificate or a passport, a digital passport for the product they manufacture and sell. And they're going to tr give, transmit this digital identity to the first owner of their product. And we can talk later about what is in the digital identity, what is the, its content. Um, and they're going to give the opportunity to this to the owner to take advantage of new services that are going to come on top of the digital identity and that can be offered either by the brand or by third parties who are going to build apps and features on top of the digital identity thanks to the fact that our technology is uh, fully open source. Okay. Once the owner of the digital identity has it and in, in its device, uh, the brand who generated the digital identity and produced the product can communicate with this with the owner at mm -hmm. any moment, yeah. whoever is the owner, in a fully respectful way that preserves his anonymity and his privacy. So that's what we do. Excellent. Um, Could you please put it uh, in a very simple way? What does it mean, blockchain? What it is? Um, can you explain it to your grandmother? Sure. Um, so the blockchain, so my grandmother, I don't know. I tried. <laughs> and uh, it has not been, uh, at the beginning, it was not extremely successful. But now I think she's one of the uh, the. the persons around me in my family who understands the best this, this this concept so a, a blockchain is a database okay it's a record of information mm. um, it's a ledger and uh, it has a couple let, let's say three strong specificities mm. that i think anyone should understand instead of having this ledger recorded on one and only server one and only you know digital place mm. um, this ledger is recorded 
and secured on multiple servers that are not within the same organization or not managed by the same person. The great thing about that is that it allows for the, uh, the creation of a distributed uh, infrastructure, a distributed information system that can be shared among people who have divergent interests, mm. competitors, um, suppliers and clients, um, people across a supply chain mm -hmm. can share this, this information system without risking to see their data compromised or accessed by other participants in the network. On another end, the people outside who are consulting this ledger or using the data within this ledger have a very strong level of confidence in the ledger because they know that to make any change, we would need more than 50% of the participants to agree to a change, which means that any change can only be legit. It's all verified by an algorithm. Uh, every time you add a that, a, an entry in the ledger, in a way it has to be linked to the previous one, to the next one, and to all the other pieces of data. Mm. So when you enter something all the servers have to agree. If they don't agree, which means that something has been modified mm. uh, um, untrustfully, uh, the, 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 the inscription cannot happen. And when you work, when you know that all these servers are operated by players who have divergent interests, you have confidence in the fact that they are not going to agree mm. at more than 51%, 50% of them yeah. to change anything in it. So it is a... Um, let's say, a uh, uh, technological or information trust tool mm. uh, ra ran by uh, algorithm and, and, uh, and cryptography. Okay. So that's the first properties, mm. distributed information uh, technology. The second one is that the blockchain allows for the creation of unique digital objects, which is great when you talk about certificates, uh, uh, ownership title, um, things that you own. Okay, So um, the, these unique digital objects are transferable. They are different from any other one. Mm. So it creates, in a way, a kind of internet of value mm. where a file, a, a piece of data, is unique and original. Uh, I'll, I'll take the opposite example of a picture. If I have a picture on my cell phone and I send it to you, now we have two pictures. Mm. If you send it to your friends, now we have as many pictures as recipients. With a, 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 a digital object based on the blockchain, if I have one, I'm sure that I have one, you're sure that you don't have it. If I send it to you, we both know that I don't have it anymore and you have 100% conviction in the fact that you have it and people around us can check on that. Okay? okay? So it is a distributed information system that allows for the creation of unique digital objects. And lastly, it is a technology that preserves the privacy of the people who use it. Mm -hmm. That guarantees to the people who manipulate those digital objects, let's retake the example of you and I, mm -hmm. um, I can, if I send you this uh, uh, a digital object, mm -hmm. a digital certificate, uh, I send it to your wallet, to a number that is your kind of 
address, you know, yeah. your, your blockchain address. And this, you could be anyone behind. You mm -hmm. know, there's no, I cannot know, except if you tell me, I cannot know who you are through the transaction. The transaction happen in a, happens in a completely private way. Excellent. So, um, can you tell us how do you apply this into the fashion world, you know, and why everybody in the fashion industry is, is saying that uh, blockchain is the solution to everything? So blockchain is not the solution to everything. Yeah. Um, and we do not apply it to where it's commonly um, discussed, I would say. So there's a, there's a problem in the fashion industry, which is the supply chain. Mm. Okay. How can we be sure as a client that we know what is inside a garment, mm. where it's been made, etc. Um, and how a company, a brand can be sure of where this garment has been produced mm. and who worked on it, etc. Mm. So that's the problem. You know, there's, there's, there's one, that's one of the problems yeah. that the fashion industry is facing. Mm. So there's a common belief that the blockchain uh, is, is a good solution for that. It might be in the very long run uh, when everywhere in the world, every tiers of suppliers and uh, every uh, 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 material and raw material supplier will be equipped with... Uh, um, these kind of systems and where the way they will input data in it will be uh, secured and will not allow for any tampering by any person who you don't trust. Mm. Uh, it, it, it has, the blockchain has the good property of keeping everyone's data safe and, and, and encrypted while sharing a system. So for that, it would be great to have a giant blockchain that, mm. uh, uh, you know, uh, um, allows for all the transactions within the supply chain of the fashion industry. But it doesn't and exist yet. Huh? It doesn't exist yet. And the problem is, uh, if you want this to work, you, you know, when you put something in the blockchain, it, it cannot leave. So if you put a false or wrong information in the blockchain, it stays there. Mm. Also, if you put a bad information in the blockchain and it goes up to your client, well, you'll have to face the fact that this is written in the marble. Mm. So my, my, what I think and what we think at Ariane is that these problems have to be solved first before being put on an untemperable, inalterable system. Basically, if I produce a t-shirt and... Um, I use children to manufacture this t-shirt and this is on the blockchain and I allow my client to check on that. I'm not sure I've solved any of my problems. My problem is to make sure that no children are working on my t-shirt mm. and if they do, to change my supplier. Okay. If I do not trust the person who is uh, uh, employing children to uh, do my t-shirt, How can I know that? If I put a blockchain in his factory and he inputs false data about the people who work in, I will not know. Okay, so so you cannot, as long as there are many, many uh, uh, people and human interactions and human input in the in the system and and you don't have trust in, in, in these people, it's very um, questionable how the blockchain can solve everything. I, I'm convinced that 
um, you need third parties and certifications. You need, um, you know, uh, uh, organic certification, fair trade certification, labor certification to go in your supply chain and, and, and stamp and certify for the outside world. Let people know that someone else than you can guarantee you and them that things are okay. Okay. Uh, and this, uh, you know, these these certifications, I think, uh, are, are going to be more and more developed. They're going to be more and more understood by mm -hmm. uh, by the final consumer, uh, and they will allow brands to understand where they have a problem. You know, because when you start the certification, you don't necessarily know everything, and they will help them solve these problems. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, brands should be in control of their supply chain. They should not accept to give to a tier one supplier a task when they do not have the guarantees of what is going to happen after that. And I think that more and more uh, brands and even very large uh, fashion retailers are tackling this uh, this topic. And I think they tackle this topic by uh, getting their feet on the ground and uh, not accepting okay. uh, situations where they do not understand. So that is what is commonly Uh, expected from the blockchain, you know, to solve a transparency problem within the supply chain. I think we can uh, be confident in the fact that between in, in 10 to 15 years from now, blockchain systems will be uh, uh, widely developed and that this use case will be uh, doable and will be efficient. But for now, uh, it, there are many, many uh, roadblocks. The way we use blockchain is um, to create unique digital identities for products that have been manufactured. So okay. once the brand has produced something, mm. a good, they are going to attach to this good a digital identity that they are going to distribute and, and give to the first owner of the product. And through that, they're going to be able to offer them services and respectful <clears throat> communications. There are many use cases, and just to bounce back on the transparency issue, one of the use cases that we are doing with a, a fashion brand called Poetic Paris yeah. is to, so Poetic is a, an alternate uh, leather uh, brand, uh, vegan at heart, uh, and they are certified by PETA. Okay. And um, they're going to, on their next collections... What is PETA? PETA is the, the Global Association uh, for, for uh, on Veganism. Okay. So they, it's, it's a, a, an association for protection of uh, animals, and uh, they are, you know, uh, stamping and, and validating mm. um, the brands who are actually vegan. Okay. So... Poetic, when they're going to release their digital identities for their products, when mm. they're going to sell their beautiful uh, skirts and, and, uh, and jackets, uh, they're going to give to their clients a digital identity that will come with it. And within this digital identity, they're going to explain what is the product, how they've made it. Um, also, they're going to give care instruction, um, uh, advices, etc. And is it? well, it's a key, it's, a, it's an email, it's a. So it's, it can be uh, either. Um, a, a link yeah. sent via email if it's on an eShop. It mm -hmm. can be uh, a, a, a unique QR code on a yeah. beautiful card with the product. Mm -hmm. It can be a QR code uh, directly uh, uh, sued on the, on the label of cool. the product. It can okay. be an NFC chip. It can be anything. You can transmit it uh, very easily uh, with, with any of these, uh, these, uh, these solutions. And so when the, the, the Poetics clients are going to receive their product, mm. they're going to activate the digital identity in a wallet on their phones, and they're going to see the PETA logo stamped within the certificate, guaranteeing them 
that poetic has been, you know, certified by uh, this vegan uh, uh, NGO. Cool. Okay. So, um, so that that makes the link, you know, with, mm -hmm. between what I was uh, saying earlier and and uh, and uh, and what we do. Uh, another use case around the digital identity is the uh, facilitation of the resale of the product. So, yeah. if, if I have a product, I want to sell this product. I'm going to be able to show to the future buyer that this product has a certificate and thus uh, giving him more confidence in the fact mm. that the product is genuine and that it's a real it, one that yeah. it's a real one mm. and um so that's that's uh, that's another okay. use case it can also be used to track service and repair on a watch or a handbag or yeah. a bike or a car mm -hmm. um it can be used to uh, enhance a warranty program yeah um And there are many, many use cases. It can be used also to uh, give you VIP access to uh, experiences and events through what you own and not through um, how much you've bought at a specific brand. So, mm. so many things that you can do because now you have on your phone, in a safe, in a digital safe, the identities and the kind of digital twins of the valuable goods that you own in real life. Mm. I know that you are working with uh, a, f a famous brand uh, in France named Bash. Yeah. Uh, what do you provide them? So uh, the, the Bash uh, uh, use case is, is really interesting at two levels. First, what we do for Bash's clients and two, the way we do it. Uh, because as we are a uh, an open source uh, protocol technology, mm -hmm. we uh, partner with startups who create specific services and who use our, our digital certification technology to power and enhance what they uh, uh, supply. So in, in that case, um, we've made a partnership with Bash and a startup called Reflant. Um, they have a SaaS solution that uh, allow uh, a, the client of a fashion brand to resell Uh, garments directly from their ac account online on an e-shop. Okay. So for Bash, what we've done is adding or what we are going to do in a, a couple of weeks is offering the tier one Bash client in France who bought things on the French e-shop uh, a resale button next to each of the garments they've bought online. So if they go online, they log in, they go in their order history, next to each item they will see a resale button. Uh, By clicking this resale button, a certificate of authenticity is going to be generated and the client is going to be taken through the refund journey where they're going to be uh, uh, advised on a price. They're going to have to uh, tell what is the condition of the garment. Then when everything will be done, refund will automatically post this listing on different uh, secondhand marketplaces. Like Vinted, like, like Vinted, uh, etc. By okay. doing that, they're going to increase the chances for the product to be sold, also the pace and the time it's going to take. Uh, in the, the listing, obviously, the product description will also include the fact that the product comes with a digital certificate. And when the transaction will happen and mm -hmm. uh, the, the product will be bought, the, the owner, the first owner of the product will... Uh, print the QR code of the digital certificate and send it with the product 
to the next owner who will then have the opportunity to activate this certificate, take ownership of it, mm-hmm. and be connected with the, the brand. So what is great about that is, you know, I guess two things. First, Bash is telling all their clients, you should not keep something in your wardrobe that you do not use. Mm-hmm. And because we have amazing products that are timeless and very good quality, you can actually sell them easily and we're going to help you do that. Now, uh, on another hand, they say to the people who buy their products on the secondhand market, guys, our community is all the people who buy Bash. I don't care where you bought it. I don't care if you bought a pre-loved um, garment or mm. if you bought it in our integrated retail network. As long as you want to buy Bash and as long as you want to wear Bash, you're welcome in our community and we want to make it easy for you and we want to invite you to join maybe an event or something special happening in store while respecting your privacy. If you want to remain anonymous, it's fine with us. But if you want to let us know who you are and come to our store, we will be happy to uh, to welcome you as, uh, as a first-hand client. Wow. Do you have any other um, case study like that? Uh, famous one all over the world? So we work with Breitling on yeah. uh, an enhanced uh, e-warranty system Mm -hmm. we work with um so we i I mentioned uh, poetic uh, uh, we work with uh, vacheron constantin also on digitizing all their um ownership certificates and authenticity certificates for all their Mm -hmm. uh products um and we have uh, a lot of uh, very very cool things uh, cooking but as you know this industry is uh can be a little bit uh, secretive so unfortunately i'm not going to be able to share much more All right, um, let's move to the quick rapid fire question answers. Um, what do you want to close the door to in our industry? Um, I would say ignorance. Is it a one word answer? Or yeah, it's, it's a one word answer. It's a one word answer? But you can explain why. Because I, I, I think having. Uh, Customers ignoring what they buy, having brands ignoring what they, what their tier one uh, 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 suppliers do, uh, having uh, you know just keeping or closing our eyes on things that can be as important as uh, human rights and labor conditions or uh, the, the, the 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 impact of uh, the the garments we buy is something that I think should change. What do you look at to get inspired? Uh, not Instagram. <laughs> In where? Where then? <laughs> <laughs> I look everywhere. I look everywhere. I look at uh, what my uh, wife's looks at. <laughs> I look at what my kids looks at. I look at yeah. what. Uh, uh, I look at the cities where I, I travel. Um, I I read. I listen. Mm. Um, I try to surround myself with uh, different people that are not uh, within the same uh, mindset or industry or way of thinking. Mm. What is the last piece of clothes you bought? Uh, so I bought a um, wool sweater from a very cool startup called Ship Inc. Yeah. And uh, I love it because uh, it uh, has a, a unique serial number, an NFC chip where you can access all the information about the the product and the sheep. Uh, you can even name the sheep who uh, supplied the wool. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can know exactly where it is and uh, learn about um, the carbon footprint of your sweater. Yeah. And 
um, which is highly positive because this company decided to offset uh, uh, strongly everything they, they do. So, and on top of that, it's, it's a wonderful, beautiful garment yeah. made of uh, an amazing, uh, an amazing uh, wool. So that's the last thing I bought. And I should say that I, I didn't need another sweater, but it's so cool. And the guy who created that was so cool that, you know, I thought I should have one and I'm happy. Of course. Uh, who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Oh, so I don't, I, I can't mention the same ones I had uh, for <laughs> Entrepreneur la Mode. I got to find a new one. Uh, Ellen MacArthur. Ellen MacArthur. Perfect. Thank you so much, Pierre-Nicolas. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank, bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion.